Today, find out how Elena was able to sell $750,000 worth of one product in the fourth quarter alone last year without even having to touch one of them and with a 35% profit margin. By the way, this isn't even on Amazon. How cool is that? Pretty cool, I think. How's it going, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Serious Sellers Podcast. I'm your host, Bradley Sutton, and now you can actually see me. The first time we're doing video here, as well as audio. Anyways, I've got an amazing guest today, Elena Saris, rhymes with Paris here with us. Elena, how's it going? It's going great. How are you? I'm doing just ducky. I'm very excited to be the guinea pig on video. I appreciate that. Thanks. Yes, I noticed there in the background, since I can actually see you, you have got a rotary telephone. How many of our Generation Z people out there or millennials know what is a rotary telephone? She's got one in the back and you say it's actually real, right? It's a real telephone. It works. It doesn't let you get your voicemail messages by pressing one, which kind of sucks. But um, I keep it to show people that you don't have to be high tech to do really well in these businesses. See? Love it. Love it. Love it. Now, speaking of businesses, you yourself have a varied background in business. So I don't know the whole story. So I'd like to you know, take back like when do you start in e-commerce or what was your first entrepreneurial ventures? Okay, so I I was <clears throat> and still am a criminal defense attorney, and I had this idea. I had a podcast um, uh, about the legal system, and I was thinking about monetizing it. And so I recorded a bunch of uh, training videos on how to be a better trial lawyer. And I went online thinking, you know, I could find a way to do that. And they said, some people said, well, you should take this uh, Facebook ads class. And I'm like, Facebook has ads. I had never heard. I mean, I'd heard of Facebook, but I'd obviously never been on it. I didn't grow up with it, obviously, if I have a rotary phone. Um, So I thought, well, isn't that where you just like look at cat videos and stalk your ex? Like you can put ads on Facebook. And I took a class by a guy named Don Wilson was called Facebook ads cracked. And it was teaching you how to uh, place ads. And I thought I would, you know, people wanted to learn how to be better at their job. I come to learn over the years that you can place three kinds of ads for, for things online to make money, get paid, get laid and get skinny. And those are it, right? I mean, that's, you know, right. don't want to pay necessarily to be better unless that's going to get them one of the three. So, um, but the good news was that the course was not theoretical. Uh, Teespring had just come out and then, and so it taught you, you didn't have to have a landing page, a merchant account. You just got royalties for putting up t-shirts and putting up ads. And lo and behold, I, I was making like, I think one of my shirts made $10,000 and I did like $30,000 in maybe three or four months. And I was just like, holy cow. From Facebook ads is what, what brought the traffic. Facebook ads brought the traffic to the Teespring pages. Now, back then it was really, really, really cheap. We could scrape your username. We could sell you a shirt with just your username on it. We could find out your date of birth. My clicks were nine cents. I mean, it was it was the Wild West and I just got hooked. And so I stayed in my job. You know, I, I loved my job. I just was done with it after 25 years. So um, yeah. and then I found Amazon. Uh, Facebook got really hard, really hard, really fast. And this course came along teaching people how to sell on Amazon. And I jumped on it and got in very, <clears throat> very early and did very well. And then what, year, I, what year was this now? This was 2013, 14. Like, right, 2014 is when I, 2013 is when I got into the whole thing. And then 2014 is when I got into Amazon. Okay. Yeah. And I think I met my business partner, uh, Simon Chan, who um, was learning, wanting to get into Amazon and had a sourcing agency in China. So we formed the company Source in Asia. 
and took people uh, to uh, China to teach them how to source and get them sourcing agents. And that went quite well. And uh, then I guess what I'm about to be interviewed about is the uh, sort of uh, next evolution from there. So yeah. So before we get into that, though, yeah. like a lot of our listeners are either aspiring Amazon sellers or, you know, have been Amazon sellers for a short time, long time. But I would like to know a little bit more about your Amazon background. Okay, so perfect. you started in 2014. Now, is it true what they say? It was so much easier in those golden ages as it is now? I'll tell you, we were, I mean, everybody like, I don't know that I meet tells me what ASM class they took, right? So I was ASM three. Um, And we were always jealous of the people who were in the first course that wasn't numbered and also ASM one and two. We just assumed those all, they were all bazillionaires by now. But I will tell you this, I wanted to do a probiotic supplement. I, uh, I didn't know what probiotics was. I was able to white label a supplement. I talked to one of my mentors at the time. He says, how much is it? I asked him, you know, what do I really think the expense would be to get it to, you know, the top three, he said around two to 3000. So in, from the time they took that advice to the time the item came in, it was really about six grand that it cost me. Uh, but I was ranking number three and number two for probiotic supplement on Amazon, you know, for something that cost me like $17 that I was selling for 40 or something, 45. It was, it was the wild west in that regard. And it lasted made in USA and the USA made in the USA. Absolutely. And it was, um, I think it was a good six months of a really cool, nice run. And I was doing some other little products, you know, in between. Um, I don't, you know, pro- probiotic supplements didn't get a big boost in Christmas. So I knew I wanted to do some other stuff. So I started getting into really smaller things that were kind of unsexy um, just to sort of uh, pad the, the, the bottom of everything while I was working on the sexy stuff. And maybe six months went by and I started falling in the ranks and falling in the ranks. And I saw another one of these guys that I was in the group with and he was rising and rising and rising. And I pretty much saw the writing on the wall and said, I'm done with the probiotics, ASM4 open, ASM5 open right away. People were just flooding it. And I, I got out when the getting was good. And I eventually, he eventually rose to number two and stayed there for a long time. And I had a conversation with him and I said, how much did it eventually cost you? Now, remember I was quoted three or four, the actual was six to seven. He said 75,000. Um, and, but he was pulling in something like 300,000 a month on it. So I didn't have that. I didn't have the, 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 like the constitutional makeup for that. Even if I had the credit cards for that, you know, that wasn't, I was, a, I was a lawyer still. It wasn't what I was going to go all in on. So I started realizing that I was looking for things. I did things a little bit differently that I noticed now a lot of people are coming back to, which is looking for items that sold between four and 600 units a month that I could mm-hmm. source for $3 and sell for 15 to 20. So I had yeah. a stable of products and I'll give you some you know dumb examples like a butter dish, a steering wheel cover, things that if someone, this is what I told people I sold. If, if you went to my Amazon store and shopped for Christmas for someone, they'd slap you across the face. I mean, it was like nothing you ever wanted to have as a gift, things that everyone needed that I could. And I, and I was traveling to Iwu, China twice a year. So I was very easy to get these products. And that turned out to be rather lucrative because it really, you know, this one was 1500 a month here, 1600 a month here too. And that's profit. So yeah. I, I literally would talk about like this item paid my mortgage, this item paid my car and it, it worked out, you know, pretty well. And I, I enjoyed it. How many hours a week were you still putting into being a lawyer? Oh, full time. Oh, full time. So this was all, I mean, cause lawyers work some pretty crazy hours. So I defend people accused of crimes carrying the death penalty. So I ah. worked a lot of hours. So I was putting in wow. two hours 
tops a day on this, on the Amazon business. And then I was spending like the weekends when I wasn't in trial. When I'm not in trial, it's busy, but it's not crazy. And so I, I realized I'd rather be doing this. I got really burned out on it after 24 and a half years. And I stayed till 25 just to get a, a, a tiny pension. Now, I'm just guessing here, but did you kind of keep the Amazon stuff on the download? Do you think it would have hurt your rep? Like here you are a big time defense lawyer. And if they found out that you were selling butter dishes on the side. Yeah, it's funny. I was in school for something else. Uh, and I also kept, I kept a lot of things on the side <laughs> because I, I really had sort of reached a, a big pinnacle of success in that business and still do. And I still have a client right now that I, I, I retired two years ago, but you know, like the Godfather, you know, they keep pulling me back. Like I just couldn't turn down this case of this one kid that, that needs my help. I, I really bristle at the uh, notion that where, wherever you are out there, whoever you are to say, you don't have time for this business, you know, you have time if you make the right choices for this business. So, um, but yeah, I didn't tell people. And then when I left it, you know, when I, when I got promoted to management at the end, like my, like the last six, eight months, my trials had ended. It was pretty much, I was on my way out the door and everyone kind of like, Oh, Elena's going to do that. Like, you know, I, I think they thought of it as like an MLM. They just thought, you know, how is she getting all this money? And, uh, boy, she's dressing a lot nicer. And I think some people just thought I was, I was moving on to like a private, uh, uh, another firm or something. And the, the reality was I was just done. Yeah. So, so did your, was there a point where your, your profit actually on Amazon actually exceeded your salary as a lawyer? Six months into my retirement. Wow. And I will tell you this though, and this is something that I don't, I think only people who have been in a job longer than 15 years or so understand like even though my salary or my my income exceeded my prior salary um it messed with my brain not knowing that i was getting x amount of dollars mm. down to the penny on yeah. the 15th and on the 30th so that's yeah. something if you're thinking about retiring or leaving your business like either make sure you have like enough that you never have to worry about that or that you you recognize and plan for the fact that you know, when you, it's not even that you're worried about money, but when you think about money, you take away your creativity a little bit. Like the, you know, like the, something's renting space in your head for free there. And so that, that took me, that took me about, even now, even now, some days, it's kind of funny to me that I still, um, I don't know. It's just a different world. Yeah. Right. Cause you're, you're in corporate. Like, oh yeah. The check's coming. The check's coming. So that wasn't the only pivot you did. You, know, you pivoted from being a, a lawyer to going full-time on Amazon. And then you have another pivot later, which is why I wanted to bring you on the show about Shopify. And, you know, a lot of people, sometimes they start on Shopify, then they, you know, build a brand and, and do Amazon. But then Shopify for you came later. And I know a lot of people do that same track, or maybe they've never even considered Shopify as an alternative. So let's go back to like how you even discovered Shopify in the first place? Well, I heard of Shopify. I tried it before. I tried doing some like retail arbitrage on, on Shopify before I was even, you know, when I was dabbling in Amazon, you know, listing things that were on eBay or something, but I really had no idea what I was doing. I really didn't. And, um, when I, I had these trips to China, uh, this fellow says, can I come with on China uh, on your trip? But I really don't want to pay the full price because I don't need the Amazon stuff. And I'm like, well, then why are you coming? He says, well, I drop ship on Shopify. I said, well, if you drop ship, you know, don't you know your supplier? Isn't that all taken care of? And he said, I wanted to private label one of the things. And I was hoping that, you know, a lot of people just don't like to tra travel to China by themselves. They just want a car to pick them up and, you know, to be told where to go. And I said, all right, if you give us a talk, if you talk to my people about placing ads on Facebook, that might help their Amazon listing. I was very naive. I thought he was going to get up and talk about how you can place, you know, at cold traffic ads on Facebook and send people to your Amazon store. 
I had no idea like how the world had changed for the cost per purchase, you know, from the t-shirt days. And he got up and he's the like, first thing out of his mouth was like, I did 8 million last year and it was about 35% profit. And I'm like, mic drop. And then he brought a friend with him who had, who was 23 years old. And this kid got up and did another talk for us just because he thought the group was cool. And he says, yeah, I did 20 million last year. And I'm like, and he goes, no, Elena, you have to understand. I've been doing this 10 years. (laughs) You're 23 years old. Like, so I'm like, wow. And not to say these two weren't the sharpest tools in the shed. They were, but I still thought, (laughs) man, I can do this. Right. I know one of them might be listening, so I should be, no, but I mean, it was very (laughs) doable. And that was really his point. And I think the greatest gift he gave us was this is really doable because he had been a CPA. He didn't have, you know, internet marketing experience. So I got back home in July of 2017, put up a store and immediately bombed, like just did everything wrong. I I had this great ad that was viral because it was funny. What product were you trying to do? It was a, it was a a home decor product. Okay. Okay. I might bring it back. So I'm not going to say exactly what it was, (laughs) but I made a funny ad and I mistook morality for desire to purchase. And so I just kept pouring money into it and I wound up losing like $15,000. Wow. Yeah, but my earnings report said my my screenshot would have said forty eight thousand dollars in revenue. So it taught me two things. Number one, I had to get help, and number two, don't believe screenshots until you see the ad spend, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because forty eight thousand was a pretty good you know gig, but here I wound up losing fifteen sixteen thousand dollars. And then I got a um, a mentor. I started you know just really diving into like the metrics, which was really hard for me because. I used to joke that I, I didn't really want to be a lawyer. I just went to law school because there were no math classes on the agenda. So numbers and I, we are not like tight friends. Um, but then I put up a, a product in maybe August of last year and it started to take off in October. And that one product did $750,000 in the fourth quarter. $750,000, one product in the yeah. fourth quarter, only on Shopify. Only on Shopify, 35% profit. I did one day. There was one day. Now, this is a unicorn day. Your numbers will vary. Don't try this at home. Professional driver, close track. One day I spent $6,700 on ad and I did $67,000 on revenue. Wow. And now this was a private label product or just something that... No, just, a, by the way, random product that I know six other people sold. Two of them did 1.5 million, exact same product. Four of them did uh, over 200000 and of those, the two of them did 500. I think all in, I sold 30,000 units of this thing. And if I had to estimate, I would say almost 200,000 units of this were sold. Now, keep in mind, if you're just going to the USA, there's 230 million people on Facebook. And you can reach people worldwide. And if you're, if you're selling five, 10,000 units of something, you don't even have to tell Facebook who to look for. Their, their data on us is so creepily accurate that you can, just, you can just put up an ad that says men, women, 18 to 65 as your target audience, have the audience be 230 million. And because your pixel has that much data on it, meaning, you know, the pixel is just a little piece of code that carries information back from your Shopify store to Facebook saying these, this is the person who bought this, you know, they're women 45 to 65 who live in the United States. Bam. It just, you don't even have to tell them that they just learned it. And this is drop shipping? Total drop shipping. I never saw the item. I actually never saw the item until it got returned. Um, I, I saw wow. pictures of it. Um, I had an AliExpress, uh, you know, it just, it, it just kills me when people say, oh, dropshipping is dead. You can't use AliExpress. AliExpress is the Chinese, you know, Amazon. They're basically the people that you're sourcing from as an Amazon seller, if you're using Alibaba and as an Amazon seller, 
or you, you know how to talk to suppliers. You have WeChat accounts, you have WhatsApp, which puts you ahead of 90% of the Shopify sellers. So you can, you get a, your link, you talk to them about shipping times. You know, I think one of the most um, discussed and, and biggest misconception about drop shipping is that you're only getting cheap ga- gadgets from China and it takes two months to get to the customer. And the people who are perpetrating that kind of myth are people who are selling courses for other things. Um, I mean, I, I did, it took me well over a year and a half to do a million dollars on Amazon. It took me less than, I mean, truthfully, it's going to, I'm going to say nine months, but in reality, it was closer to six. Like once I figured out, I had to learn what I was doing. And um, uh, I private labeled a product recently, uh, launched it April 15th, selling it only on Shopify. And we're over $350,000 right now. And we're, today's August 20th. So yeah, April, May, June, four months. um, And that those profit margins are well over 30% as well. So, um, and I just took a product that was selling really well last year and people complained about one thing. I went to the factory and I said, can you do this for me? But I need it drop shipped. I don't want to buy it in bulk. Um, So is it drop shipped from China then? uh Uh-huh. What's the uh, shipping time? The private label one, I have a USA partner. So that's drop shipped from- no, the, the fr- I'm sorry, the first one, the, the one that you made like 750,000. So how long does that take to ship? It, ta- it took, then it took about 21 to 25 days. Um, we are so conditioned as Amazon sellers to believe that everybody wants something in two days or one day mm-hmm. or overnight. But when you understand the difference between the Amazon marketplace and the Shopify mar- marketplace, you realize that, People want normal things, common items that fast. They're like, why can't you get that to me? Everybody has this. I could go to Target and buy it. But the whole ecosphere of the Shopify Facebook ads platform is wow products, is impulse buy. So people are willing to wait. And I'll tell you, having sold almost 30,000 units, the only complaints I got was when the factory got overwhelmed and the and it was more than 20, 21 or 22 days. If you're transparent up front, hey, this is a real hot product. It's going to take two to three weeks. And you communicate them through email and you have good customer service. Most people will wait up to 20 days, I found. Most of my items now, there's hundreds of them now, but I work with at least four different 3PLs in Hong Kong, the US, Canada, and and, uh, mainland China, eight to 15 days. Eight okay. to fifteen days, no problem at all, and they're and they're they're ubiquitous. They're not like, oh, I'm special. I found these places. You can find these suppliers all over the place. Now, were most of your sales from the first one and the second one are are these mostly just coming from from Facebook ads, or, or are people finding somehow your your Shopify website on Google, or, or where's this traffic coming from? No one's ever heard of me. No one's ever heard of my site. Most people don't even know where they buy it. I get calls sometimes saying, "What is this charge for?" Because they know they bought the item, but they never heard of the store. Mm-hmm. 100% Facebook ads. Wow. 100%. So what kind of customer service then do you have to do to run a, like for that first one? I mean, that, that's a lot of, you know, that's thousands of customers and, you know, some people are going to ask for tracking. Did you have to hire VAs to help you handle this? Well, or? I, had a, I had a VA with my Amazon business that I've had for years. She gets $600 a month um, and she learned Shopify with me, quite frankly. And I had a really good mentor who has, had a VA who had some friends who needed work, but they were all trained in Shopify. They were five bucks an hour. Um, all the, all the tracking numbers, shipment, everything automated 100%. So the only thing I ever had to do sometimes at the end of the day, I would have to go in and hit pay now because unless I wanted to give a VA my credit card. So there, there are, I think they're called API connections. I'm not a tech person, but literally someone places an ad on my store. I mean, a a purchase on my store Mm -hmm. and it goes to the supplier directly. 
um, the supplier than than when we when we ask it to. We we have it so that we have to ask it to go to the supplier, but you can make it automatic. They actually the screen in front of you changes when you say fulfill order. It literally it's the coolest thing for people who are not techie at all. It opens up. And then the name just starts being typed in like there's a ghost on your computer typing in the name, the address, the item, and, and that's it. And then at the end, and like I said, if you trust your VA with a credit card, you, you're totally not into it at all. Uh, otherwise, you go in at night, you hit pay now, and it just pays for the bulk order. You can also contact the supplier and just do a, a CSV file, which, by the way, is one click from Shopify. You don't have to f- populate that form. Shopify lets you export today's orders. You send it. You can make a wire payment at the end of the month. Because uh, American Express and Visa, they get a little mad when you're paying like $1,704.69 charges to China. That gets them mad. I started out doing it just with me and her. I literally, the day before that item hit $67,000, which is 1,700 orders, the most yeah. I ever had is 300 orders. So I'm not going to lie. That was crazy. I did not have a, a team in place. Now, uh, my sister quit her job and she answers my 800 number. Um, but that's more like for, you know, her being in the family, you don't need to hire someone to do that. Um, my customer service right now expense is about um, maybe $1,500 a month. And that's four or five people. Not counting wow. my sister, who's kind of a, you know, business partner different. Like you're not going to pay someone like her to yeah, do that. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, so they do my chargebacks. They do any problems with the order forms. They do email, uh, chat support. And I'll tell you, when I did the $750,000, I didn't know what an email sequence was. I didn't know what a follow-up was. I didn't have an abandoned cart protector. I mean, everybody else was working on their logo. And I was just like, I'm getting this up because it's the fourth quarter. So it's just taking massive action. That same product, if I'd had all those in place, would have done about 1.5. But if I'd waited to learn how to do that, it would have done zero because I wouldn't have had it up. So now I have all that stuff in place. Now, how do you like, I mean... How do you know what's going to be a good product? You know, how's the product selection? You know, we, we know how we do it on Amazon. Yeah. You know, use Helium 10 and, and try and find uh, where the opportunity is or where there's demand, but not much competition. But how is the product selection process work for Shopify? Okay, well, we use Helium 10 as well. Um, for Shopify? For Shopify, absolutely. Ooh, I want to hear two, about this. Yeah, two different ways. It's, it's not like, you know, the main go-to product selection, but it's, a, it's the mm-hmm. main go-to um what's the word, uh, you know, making sure everything's okay. Like once you've got okay. it. Yeah. So there's two ways, there's two or three ways to do it. And here's, here's what you have to understand. This is the thing that Amazon sellers get wrong. Your goal in life on shop on Amazon is to be in, you know, the top three, right above the mm-hmm. fold, mm-hmm. hopefully number one for your chosen keyword. So people who are going to Amazon know what they want. They know what, what they want looks like, and they have an idea of how much they're going to want to spend on it. Right. So if, if you're selling something that is supposed to be a uh, neck pillow, for instance, and it turns yeah. and it's and it's a ball, you'll be like, wait, what is that? Like, that's not a neck pillow. And they'll scroll down because it's not a neck pillow. It's a ball. It's like a ball. Like it looks like a like a soccer ball, a plush soccer ball. You're going to be like, no, that's not going to work. So on fa- on Facebook ads to get people to your Shopify it's completely different. It's not keyword driven whatsoever because on Facebook, people aren't there to shop. They're stalking their ex. They're looking at cat videos. They're watching people make food in 20 seconds, right? And, uh, and, and, and you're trying to stop the scroll. So you are the kiosk in the mall, all right? The mall, you, mm. no one goes to, to the mall 
to buy the poop emoji socks in the kiosk. They're going to the Nordstrom's or to the Apple store. Mm. And all of a sudden they see this at the corner of their eye and they know now they can't live without the poop emoji socks. So that's you. So the best example I give, and I know you all have seen it, is there was, you know, uh, charcoal toothpaste. Charcoal toothpaste was not new two years ago. It had been around forever, maybe not forever, but certainly for a while. And somebody hired this really pretty girl, a couple of really pretty girls to do this with their teeth and brush black stuff on their teeth. And everyone went, what the, I got to click on that. Like, what is that? That stops the scroll. That campaign did $2.1 million in two months. It was wow. not an unusual product in the sense that charcoal toothpaste, he didn't just invent it. But what he did was he drew attention to it. <clears throat> How many people do you think type in charcoal toothpaste into the Amazon URL? Not very many. So mm -hmm. I sort of use Helium 10 as a reverse thing. When I'm selling something like that ball or like charcoal toothpaste or like something that is unusual, I really want to know it's not selling on Amazon. So I really want to find that they've got, um, I do it for, for uh, I look at Amazon to see about the reviews and sometimes I'll order it off Amazon, but I want to know that that thing that's unusual is not selling so that I know this will be the first time most people have seen it. It will wow them in the scroll and they don't have a price comparison for it. So that that's part of it. Now, the opposite is I'm trying to think about what to sell when I'm going on Helium 10, I'll type in a keyword and I'll look for something that's making a minimum of $10,000 a month in what you have the estimated uh, revenue. Yeah. So we just want to know that it has some legs. You know, um, I prefer similar to the way I did Amazon. I prefer to find things that are kind of under the radar. So um, there's a lot of spy tools on uh, for Facebook. You know, if you just go into your Facebook URL and you type in free shipping, buy now, people are going crazy. You'll see ads for all of our products from Shopify. All of them. There used to be a Chrome extension where all your newsfeed had was ads. And so we're just looking at like, much like Amazon, what are other people selling? But we're looking at it and we're looking at like shares and comments of the post. We're, and then I have a 10 point checklist, a criteria that I use that I have ascertained from all the winning products I've, I've done and I've seen others do that help me sort of say, if I have an idea for a product, if I see a product, this has legs. So it's, it's different. Your, your ideas are different, but there's a lot of ways that being a shop selling on Shopify can help you as an Amazon seller. Even if you um, don't feel like you have the, uh, the, like the technical expertise, Shopify yeah. is so easy. It's so easy to set up. It's as easy to set up a Shopify store as it is to set up an Amazon seller account. Okay. So that's an interesting way of method. So like you mentioned charcoal toothpaste. So that's something that obviously Somebody is not just going to need once, you know, so how do you I mean, do you have those kind of replenishable products? And then, like you like you said, sometimes since they buy it from a Facebook ad, they might not even know who they bought it from. Like, how do you how do you take advantage of those products that people are going to want to reorder? Yeah. So you there's definitely a way to do subscriptions on on Shopify. You can mm. absolutely do consumables that go in like that. I like that's one of my criteria, uh, uh, something that either people need over and over again, or something people will want two of. So I love selling things for the car uh, because most people have two cars or they know someone with a car, like in their family, like their kid or whatever. Um, it, that's how you take advantage of it. And you can, you can easily set up a subscription. I don't even know, to be honest with you, how I know you can set up the subscription on Amazon. I know how to do it on Shopify. I don't know how to do it on Amazon. So you, you can do it for all sorts of things. You can do it for like gift boxes. If you have a brand, like let's say you're selling teas, you, yeah. know, you can set up a Shopify subscription that sends them a mystery gift box every every month where they get a sample of teas they might not otherwise have tried. 
Um, so Interesting. You, you can definitely, you know, there's kind of two separate low ticket types of, of drop shipping stores. And one people sort of refer to negatively as churn and burn. I don't mm-hmm. mind that. And the other one is building your brand. And when you said a lot of people have their Shopify brand and they put it on Amazon, the hard part about driving Facebook traffic to Amazon, cold traffic, is that most times the margins aren't there, you know, because you've got the pick and pack fee. Even if you're fulfilling yourself, you've got the pick and pack fee from Amazon. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then it's going to cost you, I mean, somewhere between eight and $20, depending on what you're selling to acquire that customer. And that's your entire profit margin a lot of times on Amazon. Yeah. So um, one real cool trick to do is if you're in a particular niche, like let's say kitchen, and you want to get into the Shopify game and you want to build a customer list, um, you, can, you can do one of these churn and burn products. Like I have a churn and burn store. I have a general store and I have three niche stores. So I'll put random products on all the time. I mean, literally one day beauty, one day music, one day auto, one, whatever. I'm just throwing it against the wall. Never before when I was on Amazon, before I got into the really low ticket stuff, even the low ticket stuff, I spent about three to $4,000 testing. It cost me about 250 to $400 to test a product on Shopify. And once you have an idea for a product, you can build a store, get it up, have the ad up and get your first sale within two days. There's an excitement factor about that. You know, that Amazon sellers, we have this long wait, long wait, and we'll make money, but there's just something about hearing your phone go, cha-ching, you know, all throughout the day that within like, like three days at most of when you conceive of the product you want to launch and someone making the purchase. I mean, it's just a, it's just a, for me towards now that I think about it, it's like, I don't even have to worry about like money for inventory on Amazon because my churn and burn store just makes that. Um, how would you like, th- this is the thing. I used to think it was a huge plus that Amazon did our customer service. I thought that was, you know, great. It turns out it's really not because we don't get our customers, right? We don't get yeah. those customers. So how would you like to send someone who checked out your Amazon listing, but didn't buy? Two hours later, send them a text message that takes them directly to the cart or the page they left you at. So my current product that's at $350,000 since April 15th, $40,000 of that is from abandoned cart emails. I can text them. I can Facebook messenger them. I can email them. So I was saying you have this great kitchen brand. And Mm -hmm. now you see something like there was something last year that sold real well. It was a garlic press that was like uh, half a circle. And you put your hand in it and then you rocked it like this and it did the garlic clove. Okay. That's it. It's a funky looking thing, right? It's like, if you're a big cook, you don't go to Bed Bath & Beyond to shop for your kitchen product, right? Mm-hmm. But you might be there and go, oh, that's pretty nifty. And you'll buy that. Now you're still going to go to Target on the low end and William Sonoma on the high end to buy your real kitchen stuff. But here's this thing now. You put this on AliExpress, three, $4 it costs. You sell it for 12 to $14, even if you break even. You now have a customer list that you can retarget to get a Facebook fan page, to get a Facebook group, to your Amazon listing directly. You email them. It doesn't cost anything. Uh, you, you, the conversion rates are great because they know exactly what they're being sent to buy. And you know that they are people who buy things online in the kitchen niche. And it doesn't have to be a brand store. And you don't even have to have that little, let's say that little thing is totally you know, not necessarily what it looks like on all the other things on your Amazon store. You don't have to put it there. You just have to use it to retarget. And it's so easy, uh, especially if you're only going for data and not trying to make the profit and just trying to do the AOV on the back end of these things, building your Facebook group, building your email list. There's so many ways that, that selling on Shopify, even in the drop ship model, even in the churn and burn model 
can help your Amazon business. It's crazy. So would you suggest this to all Amazon sellers like, hey, Shopify is an option or maybe just a certain segment, like if they meet some kind of criteria, if they're selling this much or what kind of Amazon sellers from our listeners, because we have thousands of Amazon yeah. sellers who are listening. Like, Who would you suggest to try this model? I, I, I don't. I hate it when people say this, but everyone. <laughs> and I'll tell you why. Everyone else. You know, when I got back from uh, China and I started the store, one of my friends was like, you're losing focus. Like everyone's like, you're losing focus. No plan B. It's like, I don't know, my, the last year that I was selling serious gadgety stuff on Amazon, mm-hmm. uh, it was, I think just after Halloween, someone called in and a fake counterfeit claim and said that I, my listing was counterfeit. I had three years of inventory, uh, two years of inventory, uh, what do you call it? Receipts, invoices, pictures of me in the factory, a letter from my supplier, you know, 100% good seller rating. They didn't turn my listing back on until December 26th. I had something between sixty and $80,000 worth of inventory. That was going to be my huge fourth quarter. I lost the entire fourth quarter. I sold through that stuff in May, but I would have sold through that stuff November and December. Yeah. So, you know, it, to me, you, you diversify your portfolio in stocks. We diversify all the time. Why are we not doing it? I mean, people think, and this is like one of the biggest misconceptions. I don't care who you are, or how much you make online. You are not an Amazon seller. You're a seller of physical goods and Amazon is your traffic source. And getting my head around that opened up all new possibilities to me. I would tell people, what do you do? Oh, now that you're retiring, what are you going to do? Oh, I sell on Amazon. And then I got my China. Oh, I sell on Amazon and I teach people how to you know, source from Asia. I sell physical things, mostly from China online. And now I just have a new way of driving tra- a new traffic source. I don't have a Facebook ads business. Mm-hmm. I have a, I have a, 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 I sell stuff online. That is my business, no matter yeah. how we slice it. So I can't, if you have a brand, there are so many ways to use. I mean, obviously you want a Shopify store for credibility. If you have a serious brand, I'm guessing you already have a Shopify store. You just don't do much with it. And you don't think to advertise to your listing and fulfill on Amazon because the margins aren't there, but you know, put up a churn and burn store, get the cash flow. I mean, it's so uncomplicated if you're committed to get to a thousand dollars a day on a product if you really like have a good mentor and know what you're doing let me just you know would would a thousand dollars a day making you let's say 300 bucks or let's just say 20 percent. let's say 200 dollars mm-hmm. a day that's even lawyer math that's six grand you know could, yeah. could you use six grand to live on in the fourth quarter when all your money's out on a boat waiting for it to could you use six grand for cpc could you use six grand to test another product and if it's a, something that's in your same niche and you can use it for retargeting, how about you're an Amazon seller and you want to maybe try something new? Learning Facebook ads, even a post, a page post engagement, putting up a picture and watching the comments and the engagement will tell you whether you have a good idea. You know, sometimes when I was first selling T-shirts, we'd put up just a page, you know, AB, one's pink, one's purple. Weirdly enough, very few people like pink and purple. Like it's either pink or purple. So mm-hmm. with different designs, different things would win. And we would know what shirt to, to put in our main ad. Obviously, we'd offer both, but we'd know what shirt to put in our main ad. So there's Facebook ads is a, is a really fertile testing ground. So I would say everyone, I would say, you, you know, you have to diversify. I'm, I'm, I'm not down on Amazon at all, but we have all heard of capricious account closures, hijackers, yeah. people that come after you. Uh, even if it's all going to work out in the long run, I certainly didn't have the mindset. Even if I had the bank account, I don't have the mindset to not have an income coming in. I just don't. It freaks me out and I'm not creative. 
I maybe mm-hmm. because I grew up poor. I don't know. <laughs> but w- when that happened in the fourth quarter, thank God I was still a lawyer because I would have been devastated if that was my entire business. So I would say that. And if you're a serious Amazon seller with a with a brand, there's so much you can do with content marketing and long term play. But I would still say don't ignore the the general store kind of churn and burn possibility. You know, you can be the Acura of of whatever it is and still sell the Honda in another store with a different brand, but you still have that customer list. And that's like I said, list. serious sellers, because, you know, this is called the serious sellers podcast, not the serious Amazon sellers podcast, because yeah. like you said, you know, we're sellers of products, you know, maybe we use Amazon, you know, to sell, maybe we use Facebook ads, maybe we use Shopify, but really this is perfect for our target audience because you don't have to be only selling on one kind of platform to be quote unquote a serious seller. Now that's, that's all the time we have today. We've actually gone over time because oh, this is no, so good. Wait, I I'm enthralled. You- I wanted to tell you two real quick stats. That <laughs> okay, two real quick things. Give it, give me, give me some good stats because I want to tell people how they can learn a okay. little bit more about this. So, but there's two things. I always worry about telling a really big stat. Like my business partner uh, has a has a store. Uh, forty eight in the last forty eight days, he's done one million dollars in revenue online. Forty eight days. I don't know anybody on Amazon. I, I I don't know those people. I'm sure they're out there. I know people doing a million a month, but forty eight days, brand new item, first forty eight days out the gate. That always freaks people out. I'll tell you, I just started something on uh, in the August 1st and it that store is at 10 grand. It's brand new. And every so often I put up new stores just to prove that this concept, I've, I never, ever, ever want to go on a show or, or go to teach somebody and not restart new to show it's still working. I mean, $10,000 a month in, in 19 days, I'm still testing. That product's going to be a $30,000 a month product. It's never going to be a million dollar product, but it's going to be $30,000 a month for maybe the next three or four months, which is going to make me, you know, I'm going to clear between eight and 10 K on that. I mean, and this is not, I I've had a family in town for the last 12 days. I've looked at my ads, maybe an hour a day. So I don't want people freaking out. I never get to a million a day. I can't spend $30,000 on ads a day. You know, everything is on a credit card. We get paid every two days. That's the other thing. Every two days, not every two weeks, every two days we get our money. I got 2 million miles on my credit card just from reward point. I mean, it's just crazy perks. It's you got to check out the opportunity. Even if you decide it's not for you, you got it. You owe it to yourself to look at the Shopify drop shipping and disregard the naysayers saying it's dead. It's so not dead. All right. So speaking of that, if you guys want to see this really cool alive method of selling, not dead method, (laughs) if you're listening to this before September 5th, go to helium10.com forward slash ER, helium10.com forward slash ER, you're going to get to go into a, is it a two hour, one hour workshop you're doing? Uh, I think it's one and a half. We've got serious awesome, nuggets yeah. to drop. One and a half hours, three times the amount of time that we we had today so that you guys will really be able to get a little bit more into it. But uh, in case they're, you know, they're listening to this after the fact, they missed that workshop. How can people reach out to you to, to get more information? Okay. So the website is www.wewillshowyouhow.com. Now, I want those of you out there who think you're not tech enough to do this business to understand that you need the WWW because I don't know how to make the website not have that <laughs> and still work. So if someone like me can do we're now close to closing in on 1.5, heading towards 2 million on Shopify in a year. You someone can who do- uses a rotary phone, guys, can do that. I think you guys can do it, too. <laughs> Oh, yeah, you do have, have a cell, cell too. Okay. I do. I do have there a cell. There we go. All right. Well, Elena, thank you very much for joining us and look forward to, I'll definitely be in attendance at that webinar because I, I am a complete Shopify virgin. I know nothing about it and it's something I definitely want to learn about. So thank you for joining us and I'd love to talk to you maybe next year. One, one more sure. quick thing. I want you to know, I want you to know my uh, business partner, Chris Reef, 
uh, will be on that. And he is the gentleman that did the uh, million dollars in, in 48 Ooh. days. And it, this is going to be nugget educational filled. You're going to learn something. Love for it, sure. Love it. All right. I want to reach out to you maybe in a year and then see how how you've sold maybe three million on Shopify or, or even more. Who knows? Oh, no. Three million by the end of oh, this year. Wow. Get All out right. of here. All right. Thanks a lot, Elena.